You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So, I hope you're doing well. It's been a crazy couple weeks. The lunar eclipse two weeks ago at the full moon sort of opened the door to the portal of change that happens between the eclipses. December 4th, we have the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. And it's a very powerful time. There's a lot of energy connected to it. There is Mercury is conjoined the sun and the moon in Sagittarius. The, or the south node is there. So the past and where we've come from, maybe the tools in our tool bag, our past karma, It's also connected to Vesta, which has to do with harmony and peace and creating well-being. That's all there. The difficult aspect is with Neptune squaring this new moon because it can create like a sort of the feeling that things are fuzzy or unclear or even perhaps you don't have all the details so it can be very tricky like you don't want to just jump in although the Sagittarian energy can be like that you want to be very like tap into the Virgo energy of analysis and being very critical and very careful about what you're about to do so that you don't just jump in and make bad decisions instead you like jump in and make good decisions so it really is just a matter of kind of well, luck, I guess, to a certain degree. But the more careful you are with what you're doing and thinking, the more likely things are to work out in your favor. So, and you will be able to tell by like mid-December what's, like whether you made the right choice and whether that choice is going to be for your best interest. So I think as long as you're careful to make decisions at the new moon that you really you know, are invested in that you've thought about before too, that maybe you've had a lot of, you know, you've taken time to think about it. With Mercury connected there, it could have a lot to do with communication or, you know, communication is really what Mercury rules, but it can have to do with electronics, transportation, all the sort of things that kind of usher information back and forth between us can have to do with Mercury. So if you have something that you need to communicate, Mercury in Sagittarius is very honest. It's a very forthright, doesn't like, is very uncomfortable with ambiguity or any sort of lie, really, except for maybe exaggeration (laughs) because Sagittarius can exaggerate. It's ruled by Jupiter. So if you have something to communicate, this is a good time to do it, a very good time. There, There is almost like a really nice energy between Jupiter and the Sun and Vesta that are helping to create balance again, to bring, like the cosmos are kind of giving priority to us restoring harmony. So there could be if you've if you've got an opportunity to do something to to restore harmony or to express yourself in a way that maybe even the harmony that's restored is kind of in your inner self. Maybe you've had something to say and you've needed to say it. That is something that could be indicated by this. We also have um, Neptune. Well, the Neptune squaring it can give us like a real heightened sense of psychic ability. But also we could be kind of manipulated or not clear. Neptune did just go direct on Wednesday, December 
first after about five months of being retrograde. So that could actually help things clear up as well in a way as the energy is moving forward and can tap into what it's doing as it's evolving rather than in its kind of backward glance way of being. So keep an eye open. You might feel more intuitive. You might all of a sudden feel a lot clearer about what you want to do. Your inspiration might be like coming through a lot more strongly. Just be careful to, you know, be very critical and analytical while you're being very creative. It's like, you know, you can think up a song or you can hear it in your head, but there's all these steps that you need to take to get the song into reality. You know, you need to like, that's what we're kind of in the middle of doing right now is planting these new seeds in reality. Also, we've let go in the last two weeks. You might have seen a lot of stuff come up, a lot of things that you needed to let go of, maybe a lot of understanding of what has been blocking you, what you need to release, maybe relationships, relationships where you can't be your authentic self. Nobody wants those. What's the point even of having a relationship like that? So, you know, if you've had to let go of things and move in the direction, in new directions, let yourself go through whatever you need to go through to release that energy. Because it can be a tricky sort of grieving energy that happens with the eclipses. You can lose things or people. I lost both. I lost two dogs that were, were siblings six months apart at the, at the eclipses, both of them three days before the eclipse. So it can, it can be like that. It kind of shuffles you into new realities and it can be difficult, but it can also be liberating. Ultimately, that's what it's doing is liberating you. So there is sort of an energy of recreating yourself recreating yourself anew and it could have a lot to do with communications as well so be open to communicating communicate what you need to communicate as we move away from the new moon solar eclipse we're still going into kind of a turbulent period I guess that's sort of like an understatement because we still do have this we're coming up onto the last square between Uranus and Saturn which has been really like Uranus wants to be free and unhindered and like ever expanding and questioning everything like very very highly you know kind of genius energy and Saturn is is the part that makes us toe the line or obligation or um restriction all the kinds of things like you can see going on in society right now. There's people all over the world like fighting for freedom right now and fighting, you know, for us to be able to make our own choices, have autonomy, be in charge of our own selves. And then there's this other energy that's very much pushing, just pushing down, like making restrictions all over the place in ways that are just, you know, obviously wrong <laughs> like I'd like to look from the Libra balance side but there is no real balance going on it's it's sort of like a massive power grab so the the energy of I believe like Saturn sort of the boot on the head of society and Uranus like let's be free let's build again let's build this new world and make these new systems that are actually better for everyone. There's that going on right now. So I think for all of us, it can be really tricky, especially if you're sensitive and you're aware, like really t like tied into what's going on. Then it, it you know, there's, it's a lot to process. 
But if you can focus on what you want to create instead of what you're losing, it can make it a lot easier. Ultimately, you can feel more like tapped into the positive flow of the universe and the lovely, lucky situations and open up to meeting people that are connected to you and have like like-minded ideas because it in this world I think it really is important for us to find who we trust and find who can see the way we see because it otherwise there's this like constant struggle which is no fun but I do believe we're heading towards that we're heading towards like a more balanced lovely sort of world but we've just got this turbulence to go through and it's quite turbulent through December right after the new moon solar eclipse we've got a busy time especially with Pluto, very active, connected to the moon and Venus in Capricorn. But gives a, that gives us a, like a, an ability to tap into our creativity to create something for ourselves, something solid, something that resonates with our heart and our soul and who we are in the world. And with Venus there too, the, we can bring value to it. Our relationships can have value or we can cultivate relationships that are valuable, which is really lovely. Coming up on the 7th of December, we do have a square between Neptune and Mercury, so things might not be clear, or there might be some sort of forced, like, don't, you know, don't make any decisions when with energy like this. The, there's, the moon is square Saturn, or is conjunct Saturn, and Mercury is squaring Neptune, so things, maybe you'll feel depressed, or maybe you'll feel sad, or maybe Neptune can really tap us into the collective energy, so you might need to take a breather, take a nap, take care of you, let yourself feel your feelings. And there might be grief or sadness or just like, you know, fear of aging or all that those Saturnian things, obligation or sort of sorrow or burden. That could all be going down with the um, moon conjoining Saturn. But it is an Aquarius, so there is sort of like that uplifting energy as well like it, it could quickly it could quickly transform basically so the next day on the 8th there is also uh mars square jupiter which is not um you just want to be careful because it could make you feel very buoyant and very capable of anything but you don't want to um you don't want to overdo it <laughs> that's always the thing with mars and jupiter is you don't want to like get yourself into something that you can't handle because that's not going to be ideal for you. So keep that in mind for the 8th. It's also a square to Uranus, so there could be fast-acting, moving energy that you need to, um, like you feel like you need to act, but just be cautious of that. Coming up to the weekend, the moon, or Pluto and Venus will be conjoined. It's actually on the 11th. It's a really great day if you have any sort of gardening projects. Actually, if the 9th, 10th, and 11th, if you have anything that you need to plant. Like I just, it was a Scorpio moon and I'm like, I got to get these. I got these really cool bulbs that will apparently spring in the summer, hopefully. And the alliums, I think they're called. But they're these really cool like Dr. Seuss looking 32 inch flowers they don't even look like flowers. They really look like something out of this world. So I'd had these bulbs and I knew that I had to get them in with like a water energy so that there was some chance for them blooming. I really left it to the last minute and I heard there was going to be frost maybe. So I got the bulbs all in the ground. I spent like a whole afternoon gardening and it was actually beautiful weather. 
So that sort of thing, when you time it with the moon and, and the flow of things, you can have great success with that. It has been like all over the world, it's been pretty crazy you know, during this time, a lot of crazy things can occur. Actually, where I am, there, there's been this, I'm up on a mountain though, so I'm kind of looking down on all the the crazy flooding, but I'm not touched by it. So I'm, I'm able to get out of our neighborhood and we're like safe where we are and all of our electrical power lines and whatnot are underground. So they're not, you know, affected by windstorms, but there's been unprecedented amounts of rain, like literally just so much rain that it's flooded this this part of BC called the Fraser Valley. It used to be a lake and we came about a hundred years ago and decided, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna drain that and we're gonna grow stuff here. So it literally grows and provides like dairy and um, eggs and chicken and vegetables and all kinds of things for most of British Columbia and Canada. And it's just been completely decimated. There's been like three new they call them now, there's this new name for them called atmospheric rivers. It's so weird when they, like in the summer, it was, we were under the heat dome. There's weird stuff going on with the weather. And I don't think that it's climate change, but it has wiped out so many homes. Apparently there's like 400 cows have died, thousands of chickens. Like it's just completely shocking that it's just right there. And so easily and so quickly wiped out this whole area that really does and it's wiped out roadways that connect the rest of the province it's really kind of shocking what's going down so hopefully that's done now that 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 we're through the eclipse portal and there won't have to be so many crazy changes if you have anything important to do make sure that you do it there can be an energy where where you're not like Basically, you're procrastinating and you'll find out mid-month that, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have procrastinated. Don't procrastinate. Even though the Neptunian energy can be strong and cause you to maybe hesitate or decide that you could do something later, you really should make a move. Do what you need to do and get it done. And that way you'll be able to like see kind of the fruits of your labor and, and appreciate the coming times instead of being stressed out that you missed an opportunity. And we're coming up to the full moon, which will be on the 18th in Gemini. And then shortly thereafter, we have the sun go into Capricorn. So this Sagittarian time is powerful. Like look for truth, look for exposés, people coming up with the truth. Because it's a pretty powerful force, the truth. It's a force of nature. And often people with Sagittarius in their charts will feel kind of like beholden to speaking the truth if they don't if they're not honest, if they don't say something in like in a sort of totally authentic way, there can be this guilt, this sort of like, I haven't, I haven't lived up to my purpose or my potential. So, you know, get into the space that you can get into to be your authentic self and kind of stand in your power, be who you came to be, be who you are. And that gives freedom to all of us to be who we are. And these are really important times for us to do that. The more I can be me and you can be you and we can speak the truth as we see it or feel it or experience it. That really does create like a ripple effect of others that are out there, you know, speaking the truth. And there are so many whistleblowers and people coming forward and, you know, people injured that are coming and speaking up. And I really do 
like put light around all of those people. We should all put light around those brave people who are speaking the truth right now. Because without them, we're doomed ultimately. We really need the people that are willing to come forward and, and, and say what's happening and what they've witnessed and people in healthcare and people in kind of key positions that can see what's going on are coming forward. So expect more of that to happen while the sun is in Sagittarius. It's kind of like we can bust out of, of this sort of difficult situation that humanity's in because this Jupiter energy is helping us rise and stand in our power and be true to who we are. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me. I hope that you have a most productive, intention-setting new moon solar eclipse and that you kind of ride the waves of productivity and clarity and authenticity through the rest of the month. Thanks so much for listening. Many blessings. Thank you.